this message is going to be talking about people. I'm going to be talking and preaching about people. Isaiah is up front with his mouth dropped down. Dad, we don't talk about people. We're going to talk about people in this message today. We go to Colossians chapter 4 and verse 4. And this is part of the colossal message. Those that are struggling with depression, this is all going to be tied to that once I make that series out. When I make that series, the colossal message, because this world needs a certain sound, doesn't it? The Bible says in Colossians chapter 4, verse 5, let's go to 4, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Everybody say, speaking is important. Speaking is important. Speaking the right things is important. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace. Everybody say your speech is important. Season with salt that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Amen. The next few verses I'm going to talk about people. I'm going to talk about people. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity to deliver your word. I pray that there be a revelation in this place. In Jesus' name, let your will be done. Let your anointing fall. We need you now more than ever. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. You could be seated in Jesus' name. The first church had favor with all people. They loved the brethren. The commandment was love the brethren. Love the sisters. They, they have favor with everybody. There was no division. We are mem- many members but one body. We're all different and unique, but yet we're all knit- knitted together. We're all engrafted together in the body of Christ. There shouldn't be many vines. There's one vine and many branches that connects to the one vine. And any branch that thinks they don't need the vine is dead. Any vine, any branch that removes itself from the vine is dead. That's why as a church, I need to be connected to the body of Christ. Our church needs to be connected to the body because we could have a beautiful branch out here. But if we're not connected to the mainstream body of Christ, we will die. We can't be independent on our own. We need one another. We need the church of the living God. We need an organized effort, an organized unit to push this thing forward. If we're disorganized, we won't get it done. We need to be organized. Organized organization. Some people don't like organization because sometimes humanity gets involved and starts tweaking God out of it. And when that comes and you start organizing God out of the equation, Organization is now a problem. But we need organization so that we can keep our the main thing the main thing. Right. 
keep into the body of Christ. We need articles of faith. We need to leave the articles of faith alone. We need the same articles of faith as it was in the 1980s. We need the same articles of faith as it was in the 1990s. Quit messing with the articles of faith. Leave the secretary alone. We need to leave this stuff, this apostolic doctrine alone. They continued in the apostles' doctrine. They didn't continue in their own doctrine and what they think the church should be. They stayed in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread. They continued. They fought it. Contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That means let's fight for the faith. Let's fight for that faith that was once delivered to the saints. What faith is that? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. That's a different message when we got new people here that need it. We need it. But it's a different message. When I quote that, that's something the most exciting message that could ever be preached is salvation. This is where somebody receives salvation. This is where somebody gets the Holy Ghost. This is where somebody understands it takes more than a sinner's prayer to get to heaven. The Apostles' Doctrine. Baptism in the name of Jesus. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hero Israel, the Lord of God is one Lord. And thou shalt love Him with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. There's only one. There's not many gods. There's only one God. There's only one person in the Godhead. And His name is Jesus. Manifest to all people. For in Him we breathe. And in Him we move. And in Jesus Christ we have our being. It's Jesus is the reason why we're here. It's Jesus is who we preach in this world. It's Jesus where we walk off throughout all the day long. It's all about Jesus. Preach. Apostles' doctrine is when we just get the Holy Ghost and we move to Romans and we, got, we allow Jesus to transform our lives and be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That it's not just getting the Holy Ghost and moving back into sin. It's getting the Holy Ghost and getting transformed and getting delivered from sin and getting our minds away from sin and getting it out of our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouth, all of our senses. Amen. I don't know why I'm out of breath. I'm not even preaching. We are in a war and against sin. Our flesh is running rampant if we let it. We, gotta, we, gotta, we need the Word of God to separate my flesh and carnality from the things of God. It's a war. Something that's got to be pressed and pushed and prodded and, and, and motivated and, and brought up. Sin has to be preached against. If it's not preached against, silence is acceptance. And the preachers got to name some things and call some things out because this is the Apostles' Doctrine. You realize how many times... An airplane's got to tweak its vessel to get to its destination. How many times it's got to correct its way? Constantly correcting its way to get to its destination. Do you realize how many times I had to correct my way to get back into the Apostles' Doctrine and fellowship and in prayers? I had to constantly tweak what I was doing because I realized I was getting outside of the Apostles' Doctrine and there is a doctrine. There is a truth. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. God who is Father of all, uh, Father of all, above all, through all, and in you all. 
There is a faith. There's one Lord, one faith. Amen. We got to get into that faith because if I make another faith, that's not going to be a faith that's going to be pleasing to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. They, they, they had favor with everybody. And they loved everybody. Let's talk about some of them right now. I, and, and if you know how to say this better than I do, please speak up. But let's talk about Tychius. All my state or everything I have shall Tychius declare unto you, who is a beloved brother. You know, it's important to have beloved brothers. It's important that we should look at one another as a beloved brother. A brother that's more than just a brother. I love this man. I love this usher. I love this deacon. I love this brother. This is a beloved brother. This is not just a normal, average brother. It's a beloved brother. How many adjectives can I think about when I'm given honor where honor's due? My beloved brother, a faithful minister. You mean if you call him faithful, there's unfaithful ministers? Absolutely. But I'm talking about some people right now. Is this okay? Amen. A faithful minister, somebody that shows up to church every single day. Let me talk to future ministers. Somebody that shows up to church early to pray. Somebody that shows up to youth group early. A a youth minister early to make sure that things are running good. A faithful minister. Somebody that shows up early for Bible class. Somebody that's faithful, doesn't miss one service. Somebody that's faithful, that's a faithful minister that you'll make sure bake on it. Who's coming? A men's meeting. There's going to be, everybody's going to come. But I know that one person's going to be there regardless if nobody shows up. That one faithful minister, he's going to be there. I know he's going to be there. Tychius, he's going to, he's always, every, even though the government's hot on our tail and he's already raided our last place, the government already raided the last place we had church, Tychius isn't afraid. Tychius to be the first one to grab the mic and preach Jesus. Tychius to be the first one to shout Jesus outside, no matter if the government's waiting on him or not. Tychius. Faithful minister. Oh, let let me say it like this. Not just a faithful minister, but a fellow servant. Isn't it interesting somebody likes to bring up Martha and Mary and that whole scenario and Mary and Martha. If I get the story wrong, please fix it. But Mary, I believe, wanted to tend to Jesus and Martha wanted to the work of the Lord. And people want to run to that scripture verse and say, well, you're so wrapped up in doing the will of God that you don't even want to... Think about Jesus and His mission and plan. Who's ever heard that said before? But it's something totally different when you're serving God and you look over to your left and there's Tychius serving God with you. And you're working for the Lord and you're a servant of Jesus Christ and whatever you do, 
you do it as unto the Lord. You do not unto man, but you're doing it for God. And you look over and there's Tychius. He's washing things down. He's making it happen. You look over and this, this faithful preacher is right there a faithful or a fellow servant. You know those that want to help. You know those that want to just get in it. Get all hands, get all dirty, get all sweaty, fellow servant. I haven't once called a preacher to our church and them go, oh, we're going to be standing out in the heat. Right? Not have to do with health. That's something totally different. I haven't had once go, I'm going to get stinky and sweaty and I don't want break a nail and this whole thing's done. No, we call people over here and they're sweating and they're all nasty and they're they're trying to do the work of God. Fellow servant, those people, we're going to have people come in just like Tychias. They're faithful. They come on every time the doors are open. Yeah, people don't get it yet when they get into church and they need to. But eventually we're going to get a Tychias that comes in that when we're working, they're working. They're fellow servants. Tychias is going to be there. Not just when we're going to go preach. Tychaeus is going to be there when we're going to serve. I find it as just as much exhilarating to serve as we do preach. Because preaching is serving, right? I'm serving a meal. Tychaeus. Tychaeus is awesome. Can I say it in modern day terms? Tychaeus has got it. Man, if, if we're going to have church, Tychaeus is going to be there. Right. Let's make a nickname for Tychaeus. Tyche? Tychus? Tyke? Tyke. He's the man. I want him to be there in prayer meeting. Because it could be very quiet. And I, and I start going, hallelujah. God, your glory. And guess what? Tychaeus is going to be right beside me going, Hallelujah. God, you're glorious. And this little prayer meeting turns into a Holy Ghost bash. Why? Because he's a fellow servant. He's a faithful minister. He's somebody that loves the Lord. Let's go on. And whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that ye may know your estate and comfort your hearts. You know what's comforting? Tychaeus. Hey, who's going to be there in church? You know, Tychus is going to be there in church. When I go to church, guess who I'm thinking about? It's not only Jesus and not only the men of God on the platform. I'm thinking about that Tychus. Because right, right. he's, 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 he's somebody I could trust. Right. He's somebody I could believe in. Now, let's talk about somebody else. Is this okay? Yeah, I'm going to talk about somebody else. Right. And it's legal in church. One Simeus. Did I say that right? Or on Simeus? One Simeus? Humanist. Is that what his name is? Maybe I should have looked at it before I started. But that's okay. Unimus. 
My wife's getting it. Good old Google University. This guy, this guy's so cool that he is a faithful and brother, beloved brother. I love this guy. I love this guy. You know what? I want to be just like this guy. The unsung heroes in the apostolic church. They didn't have a book named after him. They didn't have a song named after him. Nobody could pronounce his name right. right. Amen. But he's faithful. Right. And he's loved. We, we, we jump over these scripture verses because we can't really pronounce the names. And maybe we really don't like to talk about it. But this guy right here, he's loved. And he's faithful. God, I want to be like that. Yeah. It's faithful and loved. Beloved, brother, who is one of you? Whoa. He just, he just lifted up the whole church in Colossians. Who is one of you? Right? He just built the whole church up. He says, They shall make known of you all things which are done here. We'll get back to that guy. This next one, verse 10. Can anybody pronounce that one? Isaiah, so what, how do you say that guy's name? Brother Ars. Artaris. I think the Bible software, you could push play and it would play it for you. No, don't be. We're having a bubble. Aristarchus. Aristarchus. Can somebody. Leave it to me to dive right in. Hey, brother Aristarchus. Brother Aristarchus, my fellow. Whoa, he. Now, this is a whole different ballgame. He's not just a fellow servant and fellow brother, he's a fellow prisoner. He's a fellow prisoner. You know why? Because he got locked up for preaching Jesus. Just like our brother Peter and who who else was, was locked up? I believe it was John in the book of Acts chapter 4. We couldn't but speak the things which we have seen and heard. They commanded him not to preach in Jesus anymore. And they counted the cost. It's something totally different when you're going to be in the limelight and be a servant and be doing all these different things for God and preaching the gospel of being faithful. But it's whole, totally different when you do it at the cost of your freedom and your happiness because now the freedom that you used to have 
you're not going to have anymore in prison. And he he called this man, Brother Aristarchus, my fellow Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, salutes you. What an awesome name to have. My fellow prisoner. <laughs> my fellow prisoner. My, my man that, that's not afraid to suffer with me. Can I say it like in modern, modern day terms? My man that's not afraid to get made fun of with me. He's not going to... He's not going to run. He's not going to run when everybody turns their attention on you because you're a peculiar people. And he's going to stand there and say, yes, I am a Jesus freak. I am an apostolic. Yeah, we have holy rolled. We're not afraid to run for Jesus and not to be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus' name. Yeah, I am that fellow prisoner. The one that was made fun of. The one that was beat. The one that was beat with rods. Marcus. Why can't we all be easy like that? Sister of the son of Barnabas. Touching whom you received commandments. If he come unto you, receive him. Either that says in my Bible, laugh out loud... Or 101. Chapter 4, verse 10. And Jesus, which is called just to us, just us, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God. Fellow workers, fellow servants. Faithful, beloved. I don't know about you, but these are good adjectives to have for the body of Christ. Because the last thing we need is somebody to go, oh, he's unfaithful. Do you see anywhere in the Bible where they rail on people that are unfaithful? Not that you don't see them not talking about fellow workers. You see them talk about fellow workers, but they don't say the lazy workers. They don't give attention to that, do they? They don't, they don't get distracted at the lazy. They don't get distracted at the unfaithful. They don't get distracted. There was one, Demas, not in this passage, but Demas had forsaken Paul for the present world. He was, he was brought up because he had great influence in the church. And there was Bar-Jesus was another guy that had that caused problems in the church. Demas, but that was the only two people that was ever mentioned that caused problems. They raised up themselves up in the ranks and they caused problems in the church. But other than that, you don't hear gossip going on in church. You don't hear what's wrong with the church. You hear about what's right going on in the church. If there's going to be Preaching, it's going to be preaching against the sin of what somebody's doing, not preaching 
of what somebody's doing. Somebody say amen. amen. So you have, these only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort to us. It's interesting and it's, it, it's a whole lot easier when you have fellow workers trained to start a work. Because Apostle Paul knew he was a church planter. He knew, he knew what it's like to have people come and help and not have people come and help. That's why I, I start talking about Brother Mead. He's on fire. He's a fellow worker. He comes in. He, they came in. They helped us. Brother Reed, Reed, uh, Weed. Brother Reed came and he helped us. He's my fellow laborer. He's my, he's my brother. He's... He's beloved. These men are beloved. These people that come out of their zone, they come out of their region to come over and help the, help our church grow. Fellow workers into the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort unto me. Sister Haig, help me. Verse 12, a pair for us. See, I'm not afraid to dive right in it. Who? Where are you getting that? Who is one of you, a servant of Christ? Salute you, always laboring fervently for you, you in prayers. What is it? Apophras. Is that related to Sassafras? Epaphras. Epaphras. This guy, you want to know what kind of man he is? You've got different people with different that plays different roles in the church. This guy, he's a prayer warrior. And he does labor in prayers. This guy, he is a prayer warrior. And he does a lot of work on his knees in prayer for you in prayers. That ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. He is a prayer warrior. What does he do? He don't go on social media. He don't go on the news. But he talks to the Lord and says, Lord, you know... Brother so-and-so's got a struggle with addiction. God save him. God help him. In the perfect will of God. God, you see, brother so-and-so that's got a calling on his life that he was running. You see, God can give you the discernments of spirits and the gifts of discernment and the gift of knowledge and the gift of wisdom and when people are used in prayer, they're, they're allowed to see things that other people don't see. And sometimes I was talking to one person and they said, I've got the gift of discernment. And I told them just like this, God, there's a big difference between the gift of discernment and the gift of gossip. Right. Because he should see things wrong in people and talk about them. Right. And that's totally different when you see things wrong in people and you pray about them. Because you labor in prayer, it takes a lot of work. Sometimes it takes a lot of pain praying for hours. And, and that's a ministry within the church. 
to be able to pray for hours. And I think the church has lost it and we get wrapped up into praying for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. When there's people that that are called to pray, but they get locked out into this thinking that this is the only way to pray is for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or an hour. Right. When sometimes God will call you to pray for, I'm sorry, not just pray, but labor in prayer right. for hours. God, you see that brother that walked out of the, the bar. I was praying in the spirit and all of a sudden I seen this sister get exposed to something she shouldn't have got exposed to in Jesus name. Right. Deliver that girl. Save that girl. Right. Heal that girl. In Jesus name you'll see people that labor in prayer are usually the most quiet ones in the bunch because they're holding a lot of weight of the church. Amen. Because it's labor. Right. It's work. Prayer. Right. For I bear him record that he hath a great zeal for you. And them that are in Laodicea and them in Herapolis. Luke, the beloved physician. Thank God we got a doctor in the crowd. And Demas greets you before Demas fell. He was in that number. Salute the brethren which are Laodicea. And how do you say that next word? <laughs> in the in the church which is in his house. There's a church in his house. What am I talking about? These are churches before they had cathedrals. These are churches before they had multi-million dollar facilities. This was a church in his house. Now I can't see. I better put these back on. And when the epistle was read among you, caused that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, that ye may likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. Another topic for another day, the church of Laodicea. And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry that thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. The salvation by the hand of me, Paul, remember my bonds. Grace be with you. Amen. Amen. It's interesting. It's apostolic when you start a church. When you're getting together, gathering in the name of Jesus. Why? So the church can grow and people can receive salvation so we can go do it all over again. That's the work of an apostle. The family of the apostle. The church, the work. See, Apostle Paul, he, he was a, a tradesman by day. He was a tent maker. That was his bread and butter was he built tents. And it's interesting that he would go build tents during the day and preach the gospel by night. 
Why? For the kingdom. When you're living in an in a, in a atmosphere of missions, the difference between home missions and foreign missions is something simple as I can understand English compared to I can't understand African. But the life of a missionary is simply we got to work to build the church. We got to work for people to be saved. Something totally different when you have people already laboring in prayer. Can I have the keys to the church so I can pray? Yeah, I'll, I'll burn you one off today. You come to church, nobody talk. Every time we go to church, it's going to be quiet because somebody's always in there laboring in prayer. Somebody's always a fellow worker working. What do you want me to do? We are many members in one body. And all members have not the same office. Working. Looking for the day that I could have a, a, a seminar, five-fold ministry seminar. Looking for the day that I could have a Gifts of the Spirit seminar. Right. Oh, whoa, whoa, why do we have three or four people speaking with tongues and interpreting in the church? We need to put things in order. Right. Hey, it's going to get real fun real quick when we grow because we're going to have new problems and new situations. Right. The church of Corinth had people praying Let's say it like this. They had problems with ladies trying to preach with their hair cut. And they had problems with people trying to interpret. They had such a move of God that so many people were wanting to be used of God that people were standing up and praying in the Holy Ghost and trying to interpret and Three, four, five, six. The zeal was there. The, the anointing was there. It just needed to be directed and guided. Let the, everything be done in decency and in order. They had issues with men leaving their hair long. In, the, in Corinth church, they had one issue, and the Apostle Paul had to deal with it, that there was an adulterer in the congregation, and the church allowed him to stay living in adultery. True story. And he said it like this, you need to get him out if you don't want to change. Right. Well, I don't want to deal with that. Guess what we're going to have to do when the church grows? There's going to be more problems. There's going to be more situations. It's going to get bigger and badder and more awesome. And that's exactly what we want. Is We want to deal with that type of stuff. Because we're going to get those people coming in that's fellow workers. Fellow servants. Faithful and beloved brothers and sisters that come to church. That labor, that love God, and that are hungry for a move of God just like you. So what I say to that is, come on. 
We're going to have a fellowship Sunday. Let's put it on every social media site. Right smack dab on the website. The date, the time. I want to get those beanbag things. Let's play games. Let's play them. Let's have a makeshift, have have a big sign right on the side of the advertisement that says, bring your own chair. Maybe I'm going to talk to the Boys and Girls Club. They're not over there anymore. They're back at their other shop. But I'm going to ask them who they had to talk to to do what they did. Run a water hose. Have like a little slip and slide, a little fun thing for the kids. Why not? Yeah, make sure the glass is cleaned up. What am I doing? We're fishing for those labor servants. We're fishing for those fellow laborers. We're fishing for those labor prayer warriors that labor in prayer. We're fishing for those people that you know is going to be there every time the doors are open. They're out there, right there. He went into a land that was no bigger than Texas. Maybe a little bigger than Texas. He went into a land, just a peninsula, Macedonia, this little Asian community. And he went and he started starting all these churches. And all of a sudden, what came out of starting all those churches? You want me to read all their names again? Didn't think so. But how'd he do it? He went into one region. He preached the gospel and started a riot. Sort of like what's going on in New York. He had to escape before he get himself killed. He was, I was beaten by rods three times. I was naked. I was in prison. I was amongst false brethren. I was amongst liars and thieves and lions and tigers and bears oh my he was saying I was they got bad out there and we got made fun of and and they they cornered me and asked me why my skirts are so long well no why I didn't wear why I didn't have Fortnite between my my eyeballs but you know what all of a sudden I looked around and there's somebody at the church praying and travailing for God. Preach. And we were having Sunday school and all of a sudden I got three or four Sunday school teachers teaching Sunday school. Faithful ministers and faithful brothers and sisters. And I turn around again and all of a sudden now we got a youth group that's got more youth than we do on adult uh, or Sunday school, adult Sunday school. I don't sound too good of a title. Sunday school. How do they say that? Anyways. We've got more people in youth group than we do having Wednesday night church service. You need to bring them out of youth group. Bring them to Wednesday night church service. 
Amen. Can we all stand? Can we pray for this Sunday? I really feel good about what's about to happen Sunday night. And I might invite another brother to come down just for fellowship for Sunday night to kind of be helping. Be a fellow servant. And just come down for the fellowship. Amen. And help labor. Say, hey, we might not have preaching, but we're going to have an outreach like you wouldn't believe. Maybe come and preach in the morning and have outreach in the evening. Amen? Amen. Can we pray right now? Lord, we love you, Jesus. There's so many laborers and prayer, prayer warriors that are about to come into the house of God and we pray that we don't discourage them from their prayer life, but God, we encourage them. We ask you, God, that you bring in many members into the one body. We ask you, God, that you bring in faithful, beloved brothers and sisters. We ask you, God, you bring in faithful servants fellow servants, faithful ministers to help with the kingdom of God. To help in the work of the kingdom of God. Fellow workers in Jesus' name. We ask you, God, that you bring in people that they might be in this region that might be having church out of their houses to come and minister and preach and reach. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Help me to always speak faith. Help me to always speak righteousness. Help me to always have my mouth on right. My faith on right. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I believe in the power of prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I didn't read verse 2 of that same chapter. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving, with all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds. Jesus' name, we're praying. Bible study. We're going to have church tonight. We're going to Bible study Wednesday. Church Sunday morning. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord some praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Jesus' name. Thank you all for coming.